0: It's time for another Pinball Profile. I'm your host, Jeff Tiels. You can find everything on pinballprofile.com, past episodes, subscriptions, and more. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at pinballprofile. Please email us, pinballprofile at gmail.com. I do a lot on social media. I'm on Facebook, but so does our next guest, and not only social media, but streaming and so much more. And we go to West Germany right now. Joining us, Matthew Tyson. Hey, Matthew, how are you? Yes, hey, Jeff.
1: Good to be here, man. It's uh, really a pleasure.
0: You know, one of my favorite things about pinball, and I've done over 300 of these episodes, not everyone I'm very familiar with. In fact, some people I'm talking to for the very first time, this would be this case. But you and I actually did cross paths recently because of the IFPA's ICR challenge. Good friend of yours, Albert Medallion, challenged me to a match and he said, do you mind if I stream it? I'm like, sure, because I let everyone see as I'm playing the game, I'll put up my iPad. I don't stream like you do, but I let him watch the video and he goes, yeah, is it okay if we stream? And that's where you came in on Pinball Boy.
1: Yes, and it was really fun because it was the first time when I hosted uh, one of these matches. You had uh, Jeff on the left and Albert on the right, and I was uh, in the middle of it, uh, and it was really fun. Like, That's how we do it now uh, with all the internet stuff, and we do not have any tournaments right now, but it's really fun to compete uh, online against each other, and it was really fun hosting this match, and yeah, it was uh, good to, to know you.
0: I was glad to do that and certainly get to meet you just that brief moment there, Matthew. And now we get to know a little bit more here on Pinball Profile. But I had done that once before. In fact, uh, I guess twice before. Once with Chuck Webster in the United States. He's in Massachusetts. But also somebody you know very well, uh, the people at JDL Pinball, Jim and Dina yes. Lindsay. We did that with Fishtails.
1: They're a really great people. Like when it comes really to tournament streams, they're really, uh, hooking this up. They're monsters. It's really great to see them and, uh, We always cross each other at some uh, uh, tournaments and stuff like this. But uh, yeah, I haven't seen him in a while, sadly, because of all the lockdown stuff. And yeah, that's how we do.
0: But you did mention a good point. Because we're in lockdown, because people like yourself are streaming, we are still able to connect. And yes, I enjoy watching what Jim and Dina do when it comes to tournaments, but I've been watching a little bit of Pinball Boy as well too. And it's not just streams from your home. You have 16 pins there, but you do something kind of every Friday night. And recently I watched you play Led Zeppelin and that was a lot of fun too. Plus you also have tech guides and other things too on Pinball Boy. But what did you think of the game and what was it like streaming it?
1: We just played the pro version when it arrived in Europe. Uh, for the first time and uh, yeah the pro version was very fun and this friday actually you'll be playing the limited edition and i'm uh yeah looking forward to see the uh, comparison and how the spinner is doing uh, and how this changed the game and stuff like that so um yeah the pro version was already great and it was fast like you expect that from steve Ritchie. but um now let's see how the uh, le version goes and uh, yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to that this friday
0: It's nice to be able to stream new pinball machines or really any pinball machines. It's funny. I watch some streamers and they'll say, vote on the game. And it might be something new like a Led Zeppelin or it might be something old. And a lot of times I find myself voting for an older one too, because you don't get to see as many of those streams and maybe you learn something too. And I know an older game is basically the pinball machine that got you into pinball and that really hooked you in. And that's one of my favorite games in theater of magic.
1: Oh, it really is! I really love that game. It, uh, yeah, <laughs> I can't stop talking about it. It's really, we did a little pin golf challenge on that uh, last time, and I was playing against the true wizard. Like every time that he loses one challenge, he was uh, uh, doing a magic trick, and it was really fun to play uh, together with Cybercadier on this uh, little challenge. And Albert also joined later on, and it's really great to see how people connect over the internet. And even if I don't have met these persons in real life, I still feel very connected. And yeah, it feels like friendship.
0: Matthew, I've got two questions. One, what did you do for pin golf? Because I know you like to do different challenges, which I think is great as opposed to just straight score. And secondly, more importantly, maybe what were the magic tricks he was doing?
1: Yeah, it was just like uh, he had a special cam set up, um, and Parvis—that is name—he was doing like uh, juggling tricks. Like he, he had a scarf, and then it magically turned off his uh, neck and stuff like that. It was really a, a fun stream for for us all, and uh, yeah, and, and a great challenge. And uh, I would like to do it again. And next time we do it on Batman sixty six, and maybe next year uh, a recap of the uh, Theater of Magic
0: with pin golf. Unfortunately, I don't see a lot of this anymore because of the way maybe the IFPA is structured as far as getting TGP and things like that for those that kind of want to maximize their tournament experience. But I find the actual pin golf tournament Forget points, forget ratings and everything else. I just find it fun because of the different challenges. It's not the way you normally play a pinball machine. So maybe you've got this machine you've played the heck out of, but now you're playing it a different way. And it's almost like a new machine. And I find it a lot of fun with the different things you can do in pin golf.
1: Exactly. And with uh, this ICR match with Albert, and there was the chat on uh, Twitch that said, Hey man, come on, let's do a round uh, cross-handed. And, uh, yeah. And, and then I, I told you that and you said, okay, come on, let's, let's do three balls cross-handed and let's see how <laughs> I got the most points. And that's really fun of it. It's just like not playing for points. It's you have these little challenges and who reaches this first and stuff like that. And that's really a whole different way to play a pinball machine. Like I said, exactly.
0: Matthew, I just remember that now because i played a lot of these icr challenges i find them just absolutely fun and again great way to connect to people that i know and that i don't know and with albert we were playing acdc and it was maybe a straight game or can you start three multi-balls or yes yeah best score in one ball or best score with one hand and it was just you know i it didn't matter we were both doing the same thing i could care less it's still pinball it was so much fun
1: yeah, of course. I mean, if, if you're not going to go out to to some tournaments like that, it's it's fun to compete in that way. And, uh, yeah, I don't understand the people that uh, don't like these matches. Like, hey, it's not really comparable. You have two different machines and blah. And, and it's that's like, man, it's not about the big points and we don't get a statue at the end of the year. It's just about fun and and meeting people, talk to them like we did. And it's you know, it's, it's a great place to be there.
0: People forget that it was fun that got us interested in pinball in the first place. Exactly. And I guess that's why Theater of Magic really drew you in because that is a fun game. I mean, there's a lot of different things that happen there. Things pop up. The shots are great. Great orbits, great ramps, the trunk itself. I can see how you were hooked.
1: Yeah, it's really, I learned pinball from, from that machine, like, you have to hit the, the trunk three times to start a mission, and you can spell the word magic with the ramp and stuff like that. I really learned with the inserts and how I do the shots, how a pinball machine really works. I mean, it's it's 25 years ago, I mean, back in my days, <laughs> like, I mean, it's, it's really, I, always good time to remember, and I really, that this is the first pinball machine where I reached the wizard mode, and I was so proud on that day, and uh, nah, it, I, I still I remember this day and uh it's it's yeah great memories. I know some of my friends from the Pinball League they say, uh oh, but the Seat of Magic, that's not a good one. I know, I mean of course there are a lot of good machines, new machines, old machines, I don't care. There are equally as good or maybe better, but I still love this pin and I will always love that.
0: I think you might hear from competitive people that say, Oh, Theater of Magic, you know, it's just left yeah. in orbit all day. Okay. <laughs> I mean, if you play that game at something like Indisc in California, where they change things a little bit, well, there's different strategies. So the game itself shoots wonderful. Yeah, the code could be a little bit different, but again, it's about having fun. And I think you certainly did that. One of the things you just mentioned a few minutes ago, you were talking about Batman 66 and you're going to be streaming that. I did see on pinballboy.de, that's your website. I saw a guide that you did. It was a tech guide for Batman 66. So I know you've really been both feet in, in pinball in the last five years. Are you a good tech?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I have these uh, tech guides and I have these quick guides. I have now, the fifth season, and I now have round about 100 videos about uh, separated uh, pinball machines, like you have yeah, where you have to shoot to get lock lit, and then you have to shoot there to lock the ball and stuff like that. I just explain very briefly what you have to do in this pin, and it's it's really across um, old pinball machines, uh, the 90s, the new pinball machines. And yeah, I, I put a lot of effort into these videos for the last years. I also have... Tech guides, but they're more about uh, how you set up lit speaker panel and stuff like that, like really technical stuff. But the quick guides are really, uh, yeah, I would say my favorite videos because I love to do them and I love to travel across the country and meet other people. It's like I asked one, hey, who has a Wizard of Oz? I want to shoot a video of, of this pin. And somebody in the community said, hey, man, you can come over to my place. And uh, I have another pin, The Hobbit. Maybe you want to film that too? And I was like, yes, man, two at a time. <laughs> I drove there and I, I shoot the videos about this and really... I try to to do this in in five or six minutes and just say, okay, shoot there, shoot here. There's a super jackpot, and there's a skill shot, and go for it.
0: So anyone listening to Pinball Profile knows when it comes to teching, I'm not very good. I can (laughs) solder a wire if I see that it's come off. I've got that. But switch tests, I can change bulbs. But I mean, really diagnosing the problem is very difficult for me and is it safe to say that the older the game the harder it is to diagnose especially if it's an em
1: yes you're definitely right but uh, when it comes to uh, wiring and stuff i may have the same level and you got (laughs) but um yes if you have an uh, early or something like that an electronical machine that is Really, something that you have to to know about if you if you try to put your screwdriver in it, just um, to test it, what happens? Yeah, but I always not doing this all by myself. I have really good friends at the pinball league. And uh, they're really there for help and uh, like, hey, what's the problem? And they come on, I come over and help you. And even the internet, if you have a great forum like Flipper Markt in Germany, you can ask you questions there. And there are a lot of people who are sending you pictures and stuff like that. And, hey, man, you have to wire it this way and blah, blah, blah. And yeah, it's, it's really helpful if you have uh, good friends that uh, look over your shoulder if you try to wire something.
0: That is the great thing about the guides that you do on pinballboy.da on your stream on Twitch as well for Pinball Boy, but the fact that there's so many different people out there to help, whether it's on a forum, whether it's Pinside, whether it's Tilt Forums, I'm sure there are German forums that I'm not familiar with, but it's great that so many people are willing to help. And it's as easy as picking up an iPad or Facebook Messenger or something yeah. to video through that. I had Ken Walker. He's a good guy in Chicago and he, he's a galloping ghost. And he walked me through a fix on my Medusa game. And I was kind of stuck until he said, look, let's just go on FaceTime or whatever the case may be. And he walked me through it quick fix. He knew exactly what the problem was. So I guess, you know, maybe that should be a goal for me for 2021, that I should be less afraid to fix games, take the plunge, ask for help like you do. And it could be a lot easier, but seeing videos that you do, these things do make it easier.
1: <laughs> yeah i hope so and uh, especially if i'm if i'm just explaining and there are uh, some people that uh, uh, comment on these videos or sending me private messages and I'm always there uh, to help and uh, yeah one guy <laughs> i mean he's a beginner he he asked me one time like hey every time I have a free game my pinball machine makes a weird sound it, it sounds like the boxes is, is something is, is it there something broken or stuff like <laughs> no, no no it's it's okay it's the knocker Yeah, the knocker. It has to be that way. You can uh, uh, get a walking dead pin and I can say, okay, you can make it a little bit less louder and stuff like that. But it was really fun if somebody who came new into this uh, uh, pinball uh, madness has questions like this and I'm always there to help. And if somebody just, hey, man, what's your favorite pin? I'm always there to uh, answer those questions.
0: I'm not a huge mod guy myself. I mean, I go to different leagues and different collections, certainly outside of the pandemic, and I see the mods, and I am I marvel at how amazing they are. I don't do a lot on my machines. The only mods I've really done are on my ACDC machine, replacing the junky plastic cannon, putting on a really nice one, kind of almost like a die-cast one, and a few other things here and there. Uh, Comet Pinball, I know, has got some great mods for lighting up your flipper buttons Buttons and things like that, yeah. Diesel mods. There's so many great mod makers out there. I don't know if that's something that you like. Is that something that's popular in Germany? Is it just maybe something that we see a lot here in North America? No, it's the same thing that. Um some
1: people say man that's really fun and I put this into my pin and this into my pin and this into my pin really if you have like for example the theater of magic you have this uh, moving chainsaw that's really a, a must have mod Oh <laughs> yeah but I mean it really depends on what you like I mean I have one friend he said modding is uh, you know he, he doesn't like that. the only thing that he does is he puts mirror blades into his uh, pinball machine and that's all I mean okay it's it's a good if if you don't like this but uh, I personally I have some mods in my uh, pins but it's yeah a little li- limited i would say because i don't uh, want to fix some wires here and stuff like that it's just uh, easy ones i mean if you have lit speaker panels and you want to try to put them into your stern pinball machine that's just four screws and then you're done with it that's more my level so um yeah modding is okay it looks good it's fun but uh, there are a lot of people who don't like that
0: Well, a couple of things. You talk about putting in speakers and lights and this and that and mods even too. I know with streaming and any kind of changes to a machine, I know Stern recently did their EULA, their end user license agreement. Oh, yeah. Did that change things for you for streaming if you had mods or even the music with the DMCA?
1: Yeah. I mean, in in, in Germany, uh, if if we have this pinball machine coming from Stern Pinball directly to the uh, KMS company, which where I uh, do my streams and uh, there are the main distributor for uh, pinball machines in Germany and there have the permission. So there is no one telling otherwise. And uh, we don't play, pinball machines uh, modded. They just came in as they came from Stern. So we don't have the problems there at all. And when I uploaded the stream of video, that's the the best scenes from the last streams, there was no problem with the music. It was just like, uh, you can't see it in Cuba. So every my fans in Cuba, I'm really sorry, you can watch (laughs) this video there. But uh, I mean, that's not a problem at all
0: okay I didn't know especially if someone sees mods on there or the music has changed or lights or this and that I doubt mirror blades but you never know I mean they have to protect their licenses and I understand why they do that but I just didn't know for someone who streams as much as you if you've come across anything like that and yeah I've, I've read
1: it I mean it, it, it's it's a hardish discussion in the uh, forum uh, but uh, I mean we don't have that much uh, streamers here in Germany and uh, I couldn't remember anyone who has a pimped up uh, Stern uh, pinball machine, and uh, I, I don't guess there is a problem. I mean, <laughs> we are not that much here in Germany, like I said, and uh, yeah.
0: I watch a lot of different streams on Twitch. I think I counted 35 different pinball streams that I follow. Just it's always nice to go onto Twitch and see who's on, and you know, pop in for a chat a little bit, watch a little bit of stream again especially without live competition and again just to to connect as well what is it like for you for streaming to get the sound just right because you talked about Led Zeppelin. You know the music is such a big part of the game, and not only the music, mm-hmm. but but the sounds in the game. Ripping the spinner, I mean that's a that's a unique sound, and there's all kinds of good stuff on there that you want to get in there. But you also have to be commentating as well too. So is that a tough thing to find the balance? You mentioned earlier about what's that noise after the free game, the knocker. I think of a game <laughs> like Fish I unplugged the topper because it's so loud, and I don't want to wake everybody up in the house when I'm playing <laughs> late at night. So what's it like getting the sounds? just right for streaming.
1: Ooh, it's, uh, sometimes it really depends on the community <laughs> because, I mean, of course, I do a little test. I record uh, 10 minutes and I listen to it. And uh, um, we're trying now to hook up the game with a, a device that you can put the sound of the pinball machine directly into your computer. And uh, then it's a little bit clearer than just standing there with a mic. And, uh, yeah, but sometimes the community says, hey, uh, could you please uh, turn off the volume or something? like that, it was at the uh, first Led Zeppelin stream that we did, we started with volume 10 like we want to talk to each other and we want to say like hey yeah, you have to shoot this and this and every time a new one comes in like hey man Can you turn off the volume a little bit? And later on, we were at 30 or 40, I don't know. And it was just only loud music and playing pinball. Sometimes it just depends on what the community and all the watchers and the viewers want to see and to hear. And uh, yeah, that is the balance.
0: (laughs) Yeah, a challenge for sure. Now, I have not spent much time at all. I think two total days, and they were both basically at the Frankfurt Airport in Germany. Mm-hmm. I was planning on coming to Germany last summer. doesn't look like this summer will be the case, mm-hmm. but uh, there's a lot of great places to play, a lot of amazing German players, so many tournaments. Fulda certainly comes to mind, but you're in West Germany. I assume there's a lot in your area, and being in West Germany, you got to be close to the Dutch border there, so the Dutch Pinball Museum
1: That place is so terrific. You really have to go there. I uh, met this guy, Gerard, He is really an amazing person and uh, really open-minded when it comes to pinball machines. And uh, I did a small interview with him on his place where we reopened the Dutch Pinball Museum after the first lockdown at a new location. And it's really a great place to stay. And even if you ever come across Germany, just let me know. I pick you up and show you some good places. I definitely will do that. And uh, like you said, we are very close to the Dutch border. So the possibility to play on Dutch, tournaments is for me an option if you live in uh, bavaria or stuff like that it's it's an eight hour drive if you want to go to the netherlands and uh, so yeah if you want to find something to play a place to play even in the in holland you have a lot of places where you can play pinball it's not like in germany in germany we don't have arcades where you can put in uh, your quarters and uh, play pac-man and stuff like that we don't have this But if you go across the Dutch border, there you find it on every camping ground. You have at least two pinball machines, you have a bowling alley and stuff like that. You find a lot of entertainment with this. So I learned this in that country because uh, in the 80s, we still had pinball machines in bars and stuff and like that. And in the 90s, the time when I got into these bars... The pinball machines were leaving. So yeah, that's, that's the dilemma. And so, uh, I'm, could be very gladful that I'm living next to the Dutch border and that there have so many places to play there.
0: Now I have to be careful. Because if I go to the Netherlands and I'm looking for pinball and I say, oh, look, there's a high-speed game there. I can tell by the red light siren on the top of the game. And I walk into the place and, oop, that's the wrong red light district. Whoops. <laughs> I gotta be careful.
1: It's, it's it's really a great place. I mean, Amsterdam, it's just a, a two-hour drive if you go from Germany because, yeah, the speed limit in, in Holland is just ridiculous if it compared to Germany. Yeah, but it's, it's really fun there. It's a fun place and even if you go there and go to a coffee shop or stuff like that for a joint. I mean, who cares? It's just one trip. It's always once a year. So if you come across this place, uh, I show you everything.
0: <laughs> well, Matthew, I might take you up on that because this year the IFPA 17 looks like tentatively and, and it probably will happen the way the vaccines are going in North America. And I assume the IFPA will be back up and running by definitely November. Who knows? It's just speculation. So the IFPA 17 is going to happen in Florida, but next year's IFPA 18 is is happening in Germany. So fingers crossed, I'll be there for that. So I hope so. That Germany trip should be happening soon. So give someone like me, who really hasn't spent time in Germany and outside of pinball, what should I be looking for? What What are some of the great sites I should be seeing? Uh, Pooh, the great sites you you should be drinking is more the question that you should ask. I'm Canadian. <laughs> we're good there. We we're, we we have that in common. Oh,
1: great man! Yeah, but uh, there are of course uh, some beautiful uh, sites that you could see. Like if you if you are across Cologne, it is a real beautiful city. Yeah, there are so many great uh, um, places that you can go. Like you have pinball for fun that is uh, one great place i mean okay you said beside pinball yeah i'm I'm just thinking of like uh we only have beer autobahn and the oktoberfest so um maybe you come to october and then uh we're gonna show you the action there that's really a, a crazy place to be
0: matthew everyone can check you out on pinball boy why don't you share where people can connect to you
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, you just said it on my homepage, uh, pinballboy.de. You have all the links that you can find for Instagram, for Facebook, for Twitch, and, of course, my uh, YouTube channel. I would love if you just uh, take a visit. I also have interviews with uh, English guys like uh, Jack Danger or Gary Stern. I uh, met them at the uh, Dutch Pinball Open. So uh, feel free to visit me. Leave a comment. I will read that, and especially if you uh, have something for Friday, uh, come to our stream and uh, chat with us. We can always switch to English if you like. Uh, mostly, of course, my videos are in German. But uh, yeah, I always like to switch and uh, tell stories uh, about all this and answer all your questions. And yeah, I really love to uh, connect with all the guys from all over the country.
0: Thank you very much. I appreciate talking to you. And we will check you out on Pinball Boy on Twitch. Matthew Tyson. All the best, buddy.
1: Jeff, thanks a lot, and really uh, thanks for all the work that you're doing because you can really see and hear the love on this Pinball Profile. And, uh, yeah, I love that you're doing this and put so much effort into this work. And, uh, yeah, man, please stay healthy and give us more, 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 more.
0: Take care, Matthew. Bye-bye. This has been your Pinball Profile. You can find everything on pinballprofile.com. Check us out on our Facebook group. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at Pinball Profile and email us pinballprofile at gmail.com. I'm Jeff Teolis.